On today's episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer entitled The Initiative, we learned that we're not doing this part anymore. So I've been James. I'm TC. And this is What, what the, the Hell, hell Mouth. James, how have you been? Are we started? Did you have something else you want? To uh, say? No, uh, <laughs> I've been okay. It's. If you follow Nicole on Twitter or Instagram or whatever have you, darling homebody, you know that Nicole got a new cat, and what did I have? Zachary Banks. His name is Zachary Banks. I'm just kidding. It's Henry Socks. It is Henry Socks. Uh, Nicole, it's a culture shock because this cat is the complete opposite of Franklin, and uh, uh, which means, TC, you might enjoy some aspects of this cat. It does not take an hour to feed him. You just throw the food down, then leave, and he takes care of it. I love all cats equally. Oh, I do Except not. those ones that are bred to look like werewolves. Oh, they're what? Yeah, I'll find some pictures. Hold on. Okay, I won't be able to see them. I don't. I don't. You. I don't think have your camera up, so I just put the messenger chat down. I do not have my camera up. All right, so I'm just gonna say screw it and go fishing instead. So uh, this cat does that. It does like him and I do have something in common, and that is the uh, inclination, whatever you call it, to eat. Ass, so that's also a, a difference between him and Frank. Frank, I think I saw lick his own butt maybe twice in his life. The other times, you had to wipe it yourself. TC sent me a, a photo. I'm going to look at that photo now. That cat, it has werewolf vibes, but also it looks like a moon, but then also looks kind of <laughs> rat. He looks, they look so raggedy and they all look like that. They all look raggedy and mad as fuck. Yeah. It, this cat has yellow eyes, so it has jongedness or whatever it's called. Jaundice, Jesus Christ. Oh, that one looks very, that, this one looks like a gothic painting. Like this <laughs> looks like a drawing, not a real animal. They look so upset. Oh, I don't like this at all. Delete these messages. I'd rather you I'd rather you send me a a gif of a man playing the keyboard with his penis. Specifically Ron Jeremy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Ooh, these I found cats. Another one. Look at this last one. He's got a ton of personality. Look at this cat. <laughs> it, the one you oh oh <laughs> <laughs> This one looks like House from the TV show <laughs> <He> House. <does. laughs> Wow, I can't believe that is a real cat. Cats that look like humans, no thank you. Disgusting. Well, I will post all I'll post all of these on, on Twitter at WTHM Pod. 
Oh, no, thank you. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm, I'm, has one of his eyebrows raised. <laughs> yeah, it's gross, Nicole. Look at this cat. You can't see it. You might need to. Can you see that cat? Yeah. That's a disgusting cat. Yeah, it looks like an old man. Nicole said it looks like an old man, but not in a cute way. Are you sending me more pictures? Quit sending me pictures. <laughs> Oh no! Well, I mean, the Christmas-looking one is fine, but the the in one picture, but then in the other, yeah, these look like drawings or someone who is getting really, really into three D modeling, like computer graphics. And when you see something like they're trying to be like, oh, if Pokemon were real, this is what a a Persian would look like, and it's like, oh no, please. <laughs> Stop! Uncanny Valley, right here. They all look so sickly um, and mean. Like, you, like they're sick, and when you go to like touch them to nurse them back to health, they bite you really hard. Yeah, no, thank you. Uh, but how's your week been? And there is something I do want to talk about in regards to you. Oh no, you got my report card, didn't you? No, it's just I. Uh... We've had so many issues trying to get this mic up and running, but I, d I realized, like, you have another laptop. You could be using that one, right? Oh, yeah, I guess so. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I never used that one because it's so bulky. I didn't even think about that. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> That's all staying in. This is... <laughs> I'm not even going to level those coughs out. No, I started itching for a second. Um, my week's been pretty good. Um, I think I'm going to take this year to update my name. I've decided to change my middle name. Um, so that's pretty exciting. So that I can still be TC, but not have like a super effeminate middle name. Because I don't want like people to be like, what's TC stand for? And then now I tell you, um, or I just would be like, it's just a C. Um, and I don't want to have to do that. So I'm going to change my middle name. Um, and what else? What else? What else? Oh, man, I was at work and I was so sick on Saturday. I just realized I can't tell this story just in case anybody from our old job listens because it was going to be about what my supervisor said. I'll tell you off the off air. Uh, off air, like we're doing a fucking radio show. <laughs> I mean, it, it technically is. We're on some air. That's true. Uh, my week was good. I guess the highlight of it is changing my middle name. That's all. Do you have any ideas, or you you're? I'm gonna change it to cash because I think that's really cool. That is, and it's very fitting for me. And um, I think um, trans guys give themselves weird names all the time, so I think it it fits in so many ways. And like, it's a good name for someone um, as vain as I am, and someone that thinks um, as highly of themselves as I do, and someone that wow. Wow, you put a mirror in front of me and it's like, whoa, get a load of that guy. That's a fucking dreamboat. If dreamboat started with a C, that would be my middle name. <laughs> uh, what what Casanova, I think, would be uh, what dreamboat is, but with a C. Maybe I should change my middle name to Casanova. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cash whoa. is so, no, whoa. no. Oh, why did I say that? Put that we're gonna put that on. We're gonna put a pin in that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna run it by my sister because I like it was nice. She was really helpful, and we went through a bunch of names, um, and she, we hated most of them. Um, How disappointed was, like, was she that you just ended up with cash? 
she was like, it fits you really well. Like, she was like, eh. like I don't know if she likes it as a name, but she was like, no, it fits. It, fit. it fits you. I was like, you understand where this is going. She was like, it fits for sure. That works. That fits for you. I was like, okay, thank you. I love so that I can for get a dollar you. sign tattooed on me and it won't be weird. And James, that's a dream come true. I always <laughs> oh wanted to be God. able to. I didn't even think about it, but I was like, cash. A dollar sign is cash. Oh my God. So I'm pretty excited about that. That's the first thing I'm going to do once the name change goes through. It's just, it's a whole, it's pretty much a whole new world. It's a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell me no or where to go or say I'm only dreaming. A whole new world. It, a dazzling place okay. I never knew. But now from way up here. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like a cat sneezing. Do I sound like one of the cats that I sent you? Oh, that sound like that fourth one. That one that's like, hmm. Also, like, I'm gonna text my sister about this right now. It would, man, about... your singing would sound so great if you had a proper microphone that you do own. Okay, but there, there is one. I did my dual diligence as a producer of this show. TC needed a USB to USB-C adapter for the microphone to be it. <laughs> Sorry. As, as, as soon as I typed out Tavia Casanova Walton, Morgan started typing. <laughs> <laughs> I purchased one. I made the mistake of doing it on Amazon because that means it's shipped through Amazon and just the package isn't there. It, it's either someone stole it or it just didn't show up because Amazon sucks. That's why Musk is taking your title, Bezos. You know what's really funny? What's up? When you originally messaged me yesterday and you said, hey, it's out for delivery. Maybe 10 minutes later, I saw – because now um, they have, they've hired so many Amazon drivers that, like, they drive their regular cars. A guy in, like, a Ford Explorer but an Amazon, like, uniform zoomed past – with his hazards on and he like slowed down i was sitting in the in in the car in front of my house um he like slowed down when he got there and like looked out the window looked out the window looked out the window confirmed he was looking at the correct address and then just kept going and then it was like 10 minutes later you were like it's delivered and i was like oh jesus christ that man stole the package and it's 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 an eight dollar thing that's so niche it's not like you can flip it easily it'll be on free for him it's it'll be on eBay forever. He said my podcast is going to sound great, but it's such a niche thing. Uh, I guess if you want to like use a keyboard on your iPad, I guess you could use it for that. There's multi purposes for this instrument, I suppose. But listeners, I did my part as a producer. I will keep trying. However, TC should have been like, oh, I'll just use my other computer. Always my fault. Everything is my fault. In this situation, it sort of is. Wow. Oh, my God. You have the microphone. You've had it now for like three weeks. Has it been three weeks since Christmas? Yeah. Time is flying. 2021 is just zooming. Yeah, because we're still in a pandemic. Let's get into this episode. Because it needs to be a somewhat shorter episode today. And I would like to preface this. Holy shit. This episode, 
I'm it started out me saying, wow, they just can never have, you know how there's like an A plot, B plot, C plot in most like sitcoms in this show. Mm -hmm. They can never have equally great plot lines going on in the same episode. It's always like, wow, this one with Spike is very good. And then you have shitty dialogue of things like women. Yum, am I right? Is she hot or is she hot? So hot, she's buffy. And it's like, get the fuck out of here with that. Oh, I bet you do got a grip on them little bitties over there. But then... I just want to be clear. In every episode you've ever heard James give dialogue, it's not what they said. They, at, no, at, at most, it's like, at most, it's like 29% what they no, said. No, 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 no. Is, is she hot? Or is she hot? That is one. So hot, she's Buffy. That is that as well. And women. He says some like uh, like something in between women and yum. But he does go women. Yum. Am I right? I I mean I'm not saying it how he said it. It's he was still do. I think he's saying it more creepy than I am because I don't want to sound creepy. He's more like, oh my hands in my pocket because I have a hole in it. Women. Yum. I'm gonna find a, a script from an episode of Buffy, and then and then we should do that live stream, and then you can just say all of the lines with your own interpretation, yes. and it'll be an NC-17 episode yes. instead of a regular PG-13. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Speaking of me reading scripts, how they're not intended to be read, uh, Lil Corey. Nomads 101 on Twitch, we are playing Undertale, and I'm reading things, and it's as if he has never hung out with me. And he's like, why are you doing this to a such a, like, cute, sincere game? I'm not, like, making them super dirty. I, there's, like, I'm just making it like some people are, want to drown children. That's mainly the... Oh. <laughs> I think it's funny. So, uh, guys, drown your children and have a laugh. The opening <laughs> scene is terrible. Not only is it weird because the three of them are like, oh, women are just so fuckable. It's also like they had Buffy being uncharacteristically clumsy. And it was like, at first it was funny. When she broke the like custard machine, that's funny because she yeah. doesn't know her own strength. Um, but then at one point she like drops all of her food because she trips, question mark. But she literally just bends forward and throws her food on the ground. <laughs> and she's like, oh, <laughs> oh man, I did it again. She doesn't know the strength of her own like bending muscles. Like calves are so strong, they threw her forward when she took a step. There's a guy who sits down with Riley, another man, and then there's Riley, this, Forrest, and Graham. This third man sits down, and on his Graham. tray, he has three cartons of milk, all white milk. I could see if it's white milk, chocolate milk, and strawberry milk. Uh, there's Ew. some variety there, but all three white milk? That's disgusting. That's too much no, dairy. Three, it's not a fucking Neapolitan. It's milk. <laughs> no, but if you're going to have three milks, if you're like, uh, my goal today is to drink three cartons of milk. Don't have just three strawberries. Uh, okay, yes. If if you need one to be white milk, don't have all three of them be white milk. Who the hell decided you should flavor milk? That's such a weird thing. It but is you know weird. And was you know when I was in high school, I don't know what like your high school lunches were like, but we had like 
pretty big like options we had like um and it, it was even better when my sister was there like they had like a candy store and all that shit i think i think i think they had a subway i don't remember but by the time i got there they had gutted that and just made the lunchroom bigger but when i got there we had a salad bar and then there was like the hot food that you got every day which would be like oh sometimes it was turkey burger sometimes it was like pizza sometimes it was like a little pat of lasagna and then you could go to the other side of the lunchroom and it was the like um the soup bar and i just distinctly remember every single day i would get like whatever the traditional lunch was so sometimes my meal would be like a slice of pepperoni pizza a salad on which i put like um ripped apart chicken like you know how like when they make chicken but they make it how you make tuna yeah so like a chicken salad covered in caesar and garlic croutons then I would get broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl. I'd have cheese put on it. I'd put croutons in that soup. And then I would get a strawberry milk. And I would eat all of that. And then go on to my classes and not shit my guts out. And being a teenager <laughs> is so much better than being an adult. Because all I can think about right now is how I had a salad for lunch 20 minutes before we started recording. And I put broccoli on it. And I'm going to have violent diarrhea when we're done. And I don't even know why. I just That's just how my body works now. But as a kid, I could have broccoli cheddar soup in a sourdough bread bowl, wash it down with two strawberries and be like, okay, I'm going to head to band. This week, I don't know what is messing up with my ulcers. I'm like, and I'm not even eating terribly. Right now I'm eating terribly. I'm eating Mrs. Grass's soup and Oreos. My ulcers do not get fucked up. But I was like, it can't be the tofu. It can't be the tofu crumbles, the soy crumbles. Could it be like the the cheese that I'm putting on it? I just mm-hmm. everything I'm eating is technically in the like healthy category. I'm not even like putting hot sauce on like I was a few weeks ago. I just uh, it got to the point where I was waking up and it just felt like someone was stabbing my insides. So I I, I said nope. I guess it's back to Mrs. Grass and Oreos. It sucks. But I would like to say this was all I same exact way in, as a teenager. I just realized that uh, it was even worse as a teenager. But my lunchroom did have similar, not as many options, but you could get chicken burger, hamburger, cheeseburger, and a fish burger, like a breaded filet of fish burger every single day. Then we would have like a rotating hot dish. Either, uh, you know, like a salad bar, sandwich bar, like a KFC mashed potato bowl type deal, things like that. The sandwich bar was the best because you could just jam on a bunch of pickles and oh, it was so good. But then on the uh, like there was a separate side that you could get cookies and such from, but they usually had Bosco breadsticks. We had Otis Spunk My Cookies, and the motherfuckers was always warm. And we had Juicy Juice, too. Uh, we, I would be eating salad and a turkey burger and <laughs> uh, fucking soup. And then I'd wash that down with my two milks, and then I'd wash those down with my Juicy Juice and finish it off with an Otis Spunk My Chocolate Chip Cookie. <laughs> so and much first food. of all, my stomach was fine. And second, I never weighed more than like 130. Wow. Wow, being in your 20s is the pits. <laughs> <laughs> now I eat a cookie and my body's like, okay, well, time to go from 210 to 228. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I understand. I remember getting into an argument with a lunch lady because 
I wanted tartar sauce because they the fish sandwiches you could get tartar sauce like a packet of tartar sauce it's not like they would have to put it on themselves a packet of tartar sauce but i liked putting those on cheeseburgers it gave it a nice tang and this lady was like you can't do that that's only for the fish sandwiches i was like it's right next to the all the hamburgers are next to each other could i please have that no you can't have that also them getting angry with me trying to get a veggie burger it was and i would always get a veggie burger the last five minutes so it's not like i was taking that away from a vegetarian there would be many left and i'd say hey would i like that are you vegetarian no well you can't have that i'm like "Uh, just let me get the veggie burger and a fucking packet of tartar sauce (laughs) to put on the veggie burger please I one time got into an argument with a lunch lady um, when I was in middle school because we used to steal additional lunches and <laughs> we just put them under our tray and I don't know what happened or how I got caught one day and like the the lunch aide was like no 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 go back there and let her know what you did so I was like hey I took this and she was like what did you say to me <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what did you like, say I- to me. Yeah, I was like, I put it back. And I was like, I took an extra lunch. And that woman leaned over and said, let me tell you something. Don't you ever steal my lunches. Ever. And I was like, okay. (laughs) But she was so mad. And to this day, my best friend was there because she was also stealing lunch. And to this day, um, sometimes on Snapchat, she'll she'll send me messages and be like, don't you ever steal. (laughs) People think about that. Does the lunch lady who yelled at me in the middle of the lunchroom in eighth grade think that we still make fun of her? Because I think stuff like that. And then I'm like, man, I might need to go kill myself. I I, hope she's not like that. I hope she's doing well. (laughs) I I feel like lunch ladies are one of those, like some jobs where it's like, why do you take so much pride in this? Especially like people who work for corporations, which most lunch ladies, I believe, because they're privatized, probably also work for corporations. It's like, why do you give a shit about this company? If I go in to re- like get a refund from like a Target and someone's like, well, you can't technically do that. And it's like, well, I technically can. Why are you fighting this? Can I speak with a manager? The manager is going to say the same thing. Then the manager just refunds it for me because I could do it. Why? The company, if you could get sick and say, hey, I'm going to be out for two weeks because it's a a major illness, they'll just fire you. They don't give a shit about you. Just stop the oppressors of corporations on the working class. The proletariat should rise above the bourgeoisie and just refund shit. And the, the lunch ladies, I feel like, are the same way. Why care if someone's taking a fucking tartar sauce top three jobs to be a bully um i think are nurse uh police officer lunch lady oh, like probably. if you want to continue like when you if you were in middle school and high school and you were a bully and you're like god how do i keep bullying people i think you you are one of those three now obviously not all nurses are bullies not all lunch ladies are bullies obviously every cop is a bully yeah. but um I don't know. It's just like, I think, you know, when you're done being a bully, you're like, how do I like, but that's like when you're peak, you're peak, peak, peak bully. You're like, how do I bully? But I stay in school. I don't want to bully sick people. And I don't want to have to like drive around all day. How can I stay a bully and stay in the same exact school I was in when I was in eighth grade? So you become a lunch uh, person. Actually, all of three of these jobs, you could stay in your same school and be a bully. 
Because you could be a school nurse, you could be a, a school cop and a lunch lady. I feel like school nurses are probably the nicest nurses you could find. Like next probably. time I get pneumonia, I'm just going to go back to my middle school. Yeah, school nurses like, um, sir, are generally the ones that are like, oh, you're in quote stomach aches. Just lay down. I don't give a shit. I'm getting you paid can either way. All fucking day. Who yeah. cares? I understand that school, like you are, your body is growing and you don't know how to communicate what is going on and you need a break from the world. Stay in here. You're great. So if you're a school nurse, you are not trying to be a bully, but there's probably instances where, oh, I think some sadists become school nurses because they're like, oh, I can rip your teeth out. And enjoy this. School nurse written on tooth out. It happens. Like if you have a loose tooth and you're a child, a school nurse can help with that. It'll come out when it comes out, honey. Do you want to lay down? But we should get back to these notes. And that all came from school nurse or from three milks. So Giles and Xander are having like a, I, I guess like an identity crisis because they're they're kind of not needed in this current to what they think is the big bad or what the the issue that's going on because it looks like they're just men so they can't go kill these people because there would be repercussions repercussions uh, from the law it's not like just killing a demon and what happens happens so. Uh, Giles is like drawing up a sketch, a uh, what what do police call them? I think a sketch. Uh, but there, there's a specific kind of sketch. What's that, Nicole? Like a police sketch? Uh, Nicole, I guess, is not listening. I don't know. Uh, she's str- she doesn't have he- she's she's in the same room. I'm not, I said yeah. Oh, I didn't hear you. Facial composite. Oh, oh my God. Nicole says, I said yes. And I was like, no, I did not hear you. I'm so sorry. And she's like, oh, wait, no, I might have just nodded and and said yes Mm -hmm. in my head. But he's drawing up one of those. And Xander says a funny line. He says, uh, the latest in fall fascism. It was good. No, I didn't catch that. The next note I have after the one about the opening scene is about Professor Walsh. So... Buffy and Willow are in class, and at the end of class, Willow goes down speaking to Riley. She says to Riley, whom she is speaking to by himself, only Riley, she says, hey, when you took role, I didn't hear you call a name. Oz, Daniel Osborne, perhaps Osborne, I think Osborne. And Riley says, yeah, he's not in this class anymore. I heard he dropped out. And Willow says, you heard wrong. He didn't drop out. He's still in this class. And then here comes Professor Walsh. Not in my class, he's not. Um, And then she just kind of goes on this tirade about how, like, Willow thinks she's the exception to her no exceptions and how she doesn't give a shit about her students and they're sad. And then Buffy has to come up and be like, for somebody who cares about the human uh, experience, you sure could uh, take some lessons and fucking give them. And then she's like, it's not my job to give a shit about my students and their feelings. And then Buffy's like, no, a human in pain has nothing to do with your job. And she storms off. And it's like, wow, Professor Walsh um, seems like a teacher I would have had. But I don't understand why she's just so mean to a bunch of, like, kids. They're, like, 19 years old. Please relax. What's wrong with you? After she said that, I just wrote, the professor could just choose not to talk. She didn't have to respond, but Willow wasn't talking to her. Yeah. There are so many times where just don't open your mouth. 
If you don't have anything nice to say, don't vomit just vitriol or whatever the fuck you call it. It just, she says the meanest shit possible. It's like the phrase is, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. She said, if I don't have nothing nice to say, I'm going to find the meanest shit I can say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say that shit till I'm done talking. She's mean. And, um, she's a rude she's so dude. She's so fucking mean. I really don't like old people. <laughs> Xander's talking about his military uh, intellect because of when he was that military guy. And he said, I put the simper and simper fi, but I just wrote down... I put the simp in simperfy. That dude is simp. I also thought that. Also, it, what fruit punch is ever raspberry flavor? Because Giles says, uh, is the fruit punch Mrs. Xander raspberry flavor? Is it raspberry? Also, I think I've had blueberry fruit punch. I've had pear fruit punch. But never raspberry. It's usually, fruit punch is usually fruit punch flavor. It's not a... Uh, it's an uh, sometimes they just make more essence of a specific fruit you could probably get raspberry fruit punch okay nicole make me some raspberry nicole you don't have to do anything for him tc said you absolutely have to do that for him he does so much for you nicole nicole no i would never ever say that about a man (laughs) (laughs) uh also nicole's like yeah james better understand that i'm telling him no i'm not gonna do that even though again she just shook her head no i might not be looking at her like there's a chance that i'm looking at we're looking at different walls our computers are on opposite walls i don't nicole's kooky ain't she then there's a scene where <laughs> Riley, Graham, and Forrest are talking to Parker about Buffy. He says some pretty disgusting stuff about how she's mattressable or something. Um, and then Riley just punches uh, uh, Parker just straight in the just face, just knocks him clean out. And that's the strength I wish I had. I wish when men said things I didn't like, I could just like, just bam, now you did. No, you don't like you so much of what I say. That's true. You would, I would just have to, I'd be like, okay, I guess I gotta learn witchcraft because I'd have to bring you back all the time. <laughs> <laughs> or become a nurse. Oh, then I'd, I'd still be mean to you. Yeah. You'd be, Except still be my be bully. Like physically. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be great. I could be the one to knock you out and then I'd you'd wake up and be like, oh God, not you as my nurse. And I'd be like, I mean, I don't know, why would you need pain medicine? It's a punch in the face. You're fine. I'm going to take your stats and I do it really roughly. If you were a nurse, would you be an angel of death? No. I would. Um, actually, <laughs> I, have to think about it. I don't know. I struggle with that. I think, like, it depends. Like, if somebody was like, hey, I, I really don't want to do this anymore, I'd be like, damn, 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 could you put that in writing? I don't want to go to jail. But, yeah. Uh, but If they were of, like, sound mind to say, hey, I don't want to do this anymore, yes. If they weren't able to tell me verbally and then sign something, no. Sorry, I gotta watch my own back. I wouldn't do well in jail. I'm really cute. You're so what you're advocating is for assisted suicide. Yeah, I think assisted suicide is great. I'm all for it. But I, think if you, I even think like healthy people. Like if you're just like, damn, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Go somewhere, and then they put some juice in you, and now you're asleep forever. <laughs> is it raspberry juice? Is it raspberry? <laughs> <laughs> uh, specifically what that one dude says that I forget his name is, you know the difference between a freshman and a toilet seat? A toilet seat doesn't follow you around after you're done using them. Parker. 
and then he gets uh, his lights punched out. And and then Riley, Forrest, and Graham have the gayest scene yes. I have ever seen. And I watch gay porn all the time. It was the <laughs> gayest. I was like, whoa, this is so gay. They're all walking damn near hand in hand and like helping Riley realize he likes Buffy, which is so like, that's just how men write men. Riley has never done anything nice for her. He's never said anything nice about her. He always seems to say negative things about her. But he does it because he likes her and he just didn't realize. Like, fuck off. She's fuck particular. Off, I wrote that that scene had very, like, Power Ranger vibes to it. Yeah. Because the music in the background is so soft and inspirational and he's like i i do love her i might if i can find this on youtube quickly i will insert a clip uh if you don't hear that guys i could not quickly find a youtube clip of that so you you knew that i had feelings for her. everybody knows man oh she's peculiar give away buddy that's the last to know so what you're gonna do I guess I'm gonna go see a girl. It's hard to find clips of Buffy. When I was trying to find that clip from uh, Helpless, where she's like, all this time and you didn't say a word, it took me like two whole minutes. Yeah, if it takes me longer than that, no. And then, okay, so then Riley goes and he talks to the only person that knows Buffy better than Buffy knows herself, aside from, I guess, Angel, obviously. He talks to Willow. And Willow was like, hey, you know, why should I help you? I'm going through it with my ex-boyfriend currently. What would make me think you'll be any better of a guy than he is? And Riley says, I was hoping you'd think I'd have an honest face. And Willow says to him, I've seen honest faces before. They usually come attached to liars. And I screamed, that is writing. That's a fucking right there, boy. That was a line. She is going through it. My good sis is hurt. Oh, hey, you, damn, damn, that shit still hit. That shit go crazy. That's a crazy line, because that's some real shit right there. She said, I've said, mm, mm, mm. man, I, I had to sit with that one. He does say to uh, Willow, I don't know much about Buffy. The only thing I know she likes is you. And I thought that was very cute and sincere. However, it's crazy that he doesn't know anything in the many this girl and now you think you love her yeah what's his sign i need to know his sign so then he gets up when willow's being standoffish and then she's like oh she says something else to him and he comes and sits his big burly ass on her bed don't put your outside clothes on my bed please i hate outside clothes on the bed i'm gonna do- sit on the fucking floor i'm gonna break into Shame. your apartment and just roll around like i'm a dog on your bed I'm gonna punch you in the face so hard. <laughs> what if what if I was in a bubble and then I jumped out of the bubble, then rolled on and then jumped back in my bubble and left? Here's the tough thing, and I know I need to talk to my therapist about it. It's the air. There are germs in the air, and I think outside germs are different than inside germs. So when outside germs get on you, you then can't put them on my bed. Well, no, no, no. I'm in a bubble. Like, but there's the air is in the bubble. No, no, no. I I made the bubble inside my apartment. But the air in your apartment is different than the air in mine. Okay. Yeah. What if I took Sorry. a shower at your apartment, got in a bubble, went into your bedroom, got out of the bubble, rolled around, went back in the bubble, went home? Why can't you just take the shower in my apartment and then then you can like I don't want to say get in my bed because then it sounds weird. <laughs> you know I'm like I mean. a dog rolling around. Okay, let me let me do this. 
I get a dog. I give it a bath, dry it off, put it in a bubble, roll it into your bedroom, shake the dog out of the bubble. It plops down on your bed, goes rubbing it everywhere, and uh, goes back in the bubble. I mean, I don't know. Uh, that's fine. The dog took the shower at my house. Yeah. Then it doesn't need to get in the bubble. It can just get into my bed. It's fine. I mean, I, it was out back and I just sprayed it with a hose. Okay, so then that's not a bath. Um, you just sprayed it with a hose. Now it's wet. Um, it can't get in my bed. Well, no, I dried it off. No. It, like in the grass out in front of your apartment. Okay. No, 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 no. No, you can't put a grassy dog in my bed. It was actually just grass clippings. I just threw it in a like one of the bags that grass clippings go into from a lawnmower. So Harmony is in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, the Spike is back, so Harmony is in this episode. Spike's being starved um, by the commando guys. So he goes to Harmony to see her. He tells her, oh, we're going to kill Buffy. And she's like, no, fuck off. Um, and then she's burning all of his shit in the forest, and she runs into Xander. And they're arguing about, like, how, oh, no, I could beat you up. No, I could beat you up. And then they have the funniest fight. And it was just really – that was one of the cutest things Xander's ever done, aside yeah. from the fact that he's fighting a woman. Um, it's just a cutesy <laughs> little scene where, like, they're both evenly matched and just, like, slapping each other and pulling each other's hair. And then they realize, like, oh, we're not going to be able to best each other. It was pretty funny. It was. Earlier, the in during the party scene after Willow and Riley have uh, – they're, like, in cahoots with each other. Like, she's helping – him out and maybe like also helping her out to distract her from the turmoil that's going on in her life and she goes hey if you hurt her i'll beat you to death with a shovel and i turned to nicole and i said nicole if you hurt me I'll beat you to death with a shovel. <laughs> Which it does, it does not have the, it was obviously a joke, but it does not translate if you're saying it like about someone you're in a relationship with. I'm going to tell people to start saying that to anybody I entertain. Let them know. Haha. Anyway. <laughs> 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 well, if you could cut that part out. So, uh, Willow goes home after a song by Oz's band plays. She's like, nah, I gotta get up out of here, but good luck with Buffy. Um, and she goes back, and Spike is like, oh, you know, I was here looking for Buffy, but it's cool, I'm gonna kill you. And then they have this really fun scene where Spike realizes he can't, like, hurt anybody, and he keeps trying to bite her, but he can't. And then Willow's like, well, why don't we wait an hour and 30 minutes and try again? And then she's like, oh, wait breaks the lamp on his head and runs away but then the and the the commando people are there um so she can't get out and then buffy with the flare but i said all that to say i think a willow spike spinoff would have been really fun yeah they have great chemistry not like sexual chemistry they just are very funny together i think spike and anyone else because of how great of a character spike is no matter what flaws yeah, he'd he work with anyone yeah it's it's he's just a great character. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. You remember the the Jenny calendar scene where she's killed? Yes. I yes. A same exact reaction to this reveal. Holy shit! Like they all oh. go into the same room. I, like I was like, oh, what are they doing? Are they some like creepazoids? Are do they have like creep shots that they've done? What weird shit are they doing? But them being 
this military group that we've been seeing did not see it coming. And I was like, oh, ho, ho. and then immediately I was like, how will the writers fuck this up? Because it's only episode seven <laughs> of a 16 plus episode season. It just seems like they won't be able to keep up the steam and it will fall flat. This is pretty. I like this storyline a lot. Do, I've never used a flare gun. Is that what would really happen if someone set one off inside to your eyes where like Riley couldn't even see Buffy? Nicole's reaction to that was just like, okay, yeah, right, okay. <laughs> uh, just it, it would not now ricochet like that. And it probably would have like burned someone at least. No one got burned. It looked very, very fa- It looked kind of like um, sparklers on like the 4th of July. You know roadside flares where you just like yeah. uh, spike it and then it like goes... That's what a uh-huh. flare gun is. It's just that, but designed to be up in the sky and kind of float down. So I don't, th- it would never ricochet. If someone <laughs> comes to us and says like, hey, actually, here's a video of someone doing this and it does ricochet. But I, I think it's just like cardboard. Cardboard doesn't do that. I have no idea. I've never even seen one, I don't think, to be honest with you. We used to light them uh, at, we used to light three of them every December 12th in remembrance of three of my friends who passed away, and we would write, light them on the roadside, and then we would leave before they were extinguished because, like, that's uh, uh, them living on. Uh-huh. That's very sweet. So I I at least know the uh, the roadside flares and how the to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those, but never the guns. Never I, the guns. Put the guns down, Chicago. That's what they say on Power 92 before they play a song about guns. (laughs) (laughs) I was talking on a stream of how edited music, like rap music, sometimes is so much more violent than if it wasn't edited because sometimes they'll edit out gun references. But instead of just like silencing it or bleeping it out, they'll put in gun noises. And it's so Uh much worse. I was thinking about in this moment, how we should do a stream where we hear each other's music, but not obviously the listeners, because I don't want you to get sued. Yeah. We're, you know, you know, have a job, so I don't know how you would pay if you guys <laughs> um, And then I don't make enough to help, and I feel bad. And none of that was important. What I was getting at was um, you would play your favorite rap songs, and I would play my favorite rap songs, and we would be like, oh, here's what I like about that. And we, we, we would rate them. Yeah. I would like to say that the I'll Get There crew, at least two of us, are getting back together to do a podcast soon. That is, is it you and Monse? Yeah, me and Monse. We don't know if Courtney's down, but Court McGord. it's music related uh, where we'll be going through someone's discography. But I think what it's going to be is uh, we have lots of podcast ideas and yeah. some of them were like, could this sustain for a show? Maybe it's just a one-off. I think I'm just going to start a Marshland Media podcast uh, feed so we can do things like that. TC, you there? Oh, my God. He might have actually left. Uh, TC, I can't hear you. I can see and hear you. Okay, I can't hear you. Uh, I'm going to end the call and then bring it back. Yeah, TC is saying he is literally yelling uh oh yes well i'll i'm gonna end the call well now i'm calling and he is not answering i can hear you now can you hear me yeah okay 
Do you, do you have your ear pod, your AirPods in? Okay, okay. I could hear myself for a second, and I thought maybe you just had me on speakerphone, and I was gonna say that's not gonna fly. No, I was in I was in my bathroom. Sorry. Okay. I don't know what happened. I was muting myself because again I was in the bathroom, but then all of a sudden it was like, no, I just won't unmute. I thought that you were like you didn't like the idea of having a Marshland Media podcast, and I was like, uh, okay. He What's must- crazy is I literally unmuted to say I love that, and then you were like, do you see? You see, you're still there. I was like, yes! All right. Uh, do you have any more notes? I was wondering, like, what the best party music was because they they were playing music there. Um, I like, like, you know, uh, rump shaking party music. I was really sad because Dua Lipa put out an album in 20, I think, like, Future Nostalgia or some shit. It came out in 2020. And I remember tweeting in March. I was like, I'm so excited. It was like April or something, whenever it dropped. I was like, I'm so excited for the world to open back up so I can be in gay bars, dancing to Dua Lipa and drinking Long Island. And, like, the world never opened back up. So I haven't been able to. And it's like now, the, like, the time has passed. I don't want to do it now. Uh, go to New Zealand. No, that's okay. I don't, that isn't even, that's not, James, that's not realistic. Let's move to New Zealand, guys. Oh, this episode, a fun fact, this episode marks uh, James Marsters joining the cast full time. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited also. Don't know if you noticed, Oz was removed. Uh, James Marsters was added to the credits. Oz was removed. Oh, I did not notice that. But that makes sense. He's like, I'm making that family guy money and that Austin Powers baby money. Willow reveals Oz's real name is Daniel Osborne. Ooh. Man, we didn't know that shit all this time. That's crazy. I thought this was a great episode. It's like it. The beginning was a little bit of a slow burn, but once it got into the reveal, I was all in. Especially, I've been watching this TV show called The Morning Show. It's on Apple TV. It's got um, Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, and it's terrible. One of the worst shows I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, and they just did an episode where they're like, it's so crazy because the shows are like, first of all, they're like. 58 minutes a piece. I've never seen a TV show where they were like, no, we are going to take the full hour. Um, and they did one, like episode seven is like, they do one plot twist. And then two minutes later, there's another plot twist. And then six minutes later, they do a third plot twist. And they were all really bad. I was like, oh, and I don't know. Oh man, I love Steve Carell. I think old Steve Carell is a real handsome white man. Like that's a top tier white man. But he's funny. He's a comedy guy. He's not a drama guy. And the show... It's supposed to be like heavy. So it feels like a passion project. Like Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell, and, and Jennifer Aniston <laughs> got together and said, we have so much fucking money. Let's just do a TV show about whatever we want to do it about. Reese Witherspoon is supposed to have an accent, and sometimes she does, but sometimes she doesn't. They oh, have her no. in this awful brown wig. I, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure what Jennifer Aniston is doing. I'm not sure what her kid, But I almost sort of think maybe she's funny, too. Like, she shouldn't do drama. Um, and there are a lot of scenes where they cry, and it's really bad crying. And, like, Steve Carell does a lot of yell. There was one scene he did in the entire show. I'm eight episodes into the 10-episode uh, series. And there was one scene he did where I was like, okay, this I take seriously. And the guy that, like, he's playing, doing the serious scene with is Martin fucking Short. I was like, I, I don't know what you want from me. I don't know what you want me to do with this. But the show is about, like, it's supposed to be, like, I think a knockoff Good Morning America yeah. where they're dealing with the fallout of the Me Too movement. And I don't know who was like, you know who we need to deal with this heavy subject matter? Steve Carell. That guy, that guy's good. Just a bunch of comedians. I thought this was a comedy show. 
it is a drama. It's supposed to be a heavy drama. And it's like, it's so like there's at one point Steve Carell is mad because he's the one that's being accused. He loses his job. He's like losing everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's mad and he's watching them do the like episode where they announce he's no longer going to be on the morning show. He's like, ah, fuck this. And like gets a like poker from his, um, fireplace and just bashes the TV in. And it was really funny. And I was like, it's not supposed to be, (laughs) none of this is supposed to be funny. And it's like, it all it gets to a point where like Steve Carell's performance is funny and I'm like, I don't like how this feels. I don't it almost feels like they were like, Hey man, this is supposed to be serious and he was like, It's a little too serious, don't you think? <laughs> so he's like lightening the mood about the Me Too movement and a lot, a lot, a lot of the lines they're like, Oh, this Me Too movement is just a witch hunt. All I did and I'm like, This is who's what am I supposed to take away from this? Am I supposed to take away from it that like I don't know what I'm supposed to take away from it? I don't there's just and I keep like updating Morgan about it. And she's like, why won't you stop watching? And I'm like, I can't, I can't. I know that they're, I'm going to get to the 10th episode and they're going to explain what the fuck I've been watching for the last eight. Like that, I'm going to get to the 10th episode and they're going to say, here's the plot. Here was the point. Here's the message we're trying to get out. The episode is so meaty. It couldn't possibly just be a TV show where there is no message, but I think it is because I think this is a passion project. I think the, the three of them got together and said, I'm bored. Are you bored? Yeah, I'm bored as hell. Let's do a TV show where we pretend we're Good Morning America and also it's about the Me Too movement. And they said, yeah, that's a good idea. And the Reese Witherspoon said, can I have an accent? I want to talk like this. And they said, yeah, I love that. And that's the show. Your review of this is the only review I have heard of this is that <laughs> it's so bad, but you uh, the the morbid fascination of like, what is the message of this? I need what to know message? what what is the point of this show? Why are why are they tackling this and how are they tackling this? It's really tacky. Oh, I got the hiccups. It's so tacky. Um, and there are so many storylines. And then there's one guy in it. God, I wish I could remember his name. And I get his whole purpose is like, he's like the EP or something of the show. Um, and he's new at it, but he's trying to like usurp the guy who used to do it. He's, he's like coming for his position. All of the men on the show are bad, but it's like his whole thing, his character is that he's like the asshole that's lovable, but he's so awful that no one but Reese Witherspoon likes him. And he's so awful that people often are like, you think you're the lovable asshole, but you're awful. And then he's he always has some witty retort, like, oh, I'm gonna start crying. And it's the most annoying. There's no good plot line. They haven't done anything where I was like, oh, everything is, it's so, uh, Jennifer Aniston is having an affair with Steve Carell, even though it has been proven that Steve Carell has been sexually coercing his, all of the women, all the women, on the show she's still having and it's like what what is this at one point she comes out of the bushes to go in his house because she can't go through the front doors because the like press is outside because he's like a sexual predator and i just does that even make sense because i just heard myself say it at one point she comes through the woods of his house he pulls a gun on her because he doesn't know who just broke into his house and that's the show and reese witherspoon doing an accent every now and then but reese witherspoon isn't like a man at one point so they hire her to be on the show. Jennifer Aniston does it as like a, a move TC. so that they can't fire her. We, James, it's so bad. We, yeah, you, we can't, it can't be 55 <laughs> minutes into the recording and then you start recanting the entire plot of a season. That's, that's five minutes into an episode. However, I need you to finish this 
and report back next episode on just what the hell the ending is about. I do have a quick thing. Whenever Reese Witherspoon is brought up, for some reason, I always think of Alicia Silverstone. And I was watching a YouTube video where they just like brought her up. And then they were like, oh, yeah, she uh, she's spearheading birding. And then they show a video of her just like almost like like mouth kissing her like one-year-old to two-year-old son which she's not kissing she's like spitting food into this child's mouth like yeah that's how she feeds her baby it's disgusting and so creepy and why aren't people telling her to stop I mean, do what you want with your babies, but please don't record it. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, or just don't record please it. Please don't show us you do shit like that. Yes, you made you made milk from or, or ice cream from your breast milk. Okay, that's fine. It's it's extreme veganism, but children can eat food themselves. That's why they have teeth. Baby birds can't. Or Ducks food have teeth. food process it. Do something. Or they have, like, Gerber makes actually food for babies that don't have teeth. Yes. You don't even have to process it yourself. Just buy some Gerber. I was saying, like, the, hey, maybe they don't, there's too many chemicals in baby food Gerber. I don't know. But it's. The point I think that we're both trying to make is there are so many options. There are a ton of options you would get to before you would start chewing the food up and spin it out yourself. Or. Chew it up, spit it into a spoon, and give it to your child. Just don't just, mouth chew kiss. Chew it up from your own mouth and put it in that baby's mouth and say, you know what? Actually, before I feed you, son, I'm going to cut the camera off. <laughs> <laughs> and the baby's yeah. just sitting on a couch, just like blank stare. You know how... In, like, horror movies, you see a creepy child just, like, usually it's a poster of a horror movie, a found footage, and it's, like, a creepy child blank stare all pupils into a yeah. camera. It, it Also, like, the she's a multimillionaire, and it looks like it's being recorded in just a blank white room with a couch <laughs> in it. It's so scary. Every How she had those babies living. Something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, that's all I have to say about that. TC, what you got to plug? Follow me on Instagram at Tavia.cw, where I post pictures of myself because, like we said, my name's TC and the C stands for Casanova. Follow me on Twitter <laughs> at Tavia underscore CW because they don't let you put a period and I'm going to change. I'm going to complain about that until they change that stupid rule. And that's all I got. Hey guys, follow uh, MSS Pod, WTHM Pod, Marshland Media, all of these things on Twitter to find out information about my other podcasts. When this new I'll Get There inspired podcast will start going, it'll be fun. It's about a subject that Courtney Monse and I are very passionate about, and I th- I think it'll be great. Please go to MLMPod.com for information and links to listen to all of my shows, such as Mostly Speak and Sentai, This Movie's Gay, and Hit It and Crit It. Buy my music, because it's royalty-free now, guys. I said, screw it. I put, I'll get there. It's lo-fi music. So if you if you do Twitch streams, YouTube streams, videos, whatever, throw that music on it. It's only $4 for the entire project, babies. 
And go to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod for just fantastic stuff. We're going to be doing a watch along probably to Casper, the 1995 movie. But if you're a patron, you can vote. It's either that bye bye man or meet the Deedles. Your vote counts. It'll be a watch along where we do commentary, Nicole and I, for the fifth Friday of January. It'll be for $5 patrons and above. But if you're a $10 patron, oh, baby, you get a shout out in every free 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 feed podcast who such as steve f eric berry of ranger command power hour alex z orion aka the rapper defo kayla two grapes duo grun fox that's two fox for the price of grun tyler wright and elliot w thank you all to our patrons you're beautiful it's the best way to support us and Go to twitch.tv forward slash mostly speaking sentai where Nicole is playing Alice Return to Madness. I'm playing the first Kingdom Hearts and go to uh, Nomads 101 over there. That's Lil Corey. He does some like uh, he does streams himself, but currently his main focus is him and I playing Undertale. And it's been very fun. I finally just I was like, I'm going to hold the microphone in my hand instead of keeping it on a mic stand. It's opened up a whole new world. But I've been James. I've been Tavia. And this has been What the Hell Mouth. What the Hell Mouth. Bye bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit MLMPod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to Patreon.com forward slash MLMPod and sign up today.